Well, good morning to you. Glad that you're here. Listen, it is Thursday, November the 19th. I can hardly believe it. It's a little after 7 in the morning where I am. In fact, I guess it's a little after 7.30 actually where I am, and it is a beautiful day here in Tallahassee, Mississippi. And Well, we're, we're excited you're with us. Listen, if you have your copy of God's Word, if you can get to your copy of God's Word, if you can open to Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, we will begin in verse 1. Uh, today, we will start a discussion on the fifth chapter of the book of Galatians. Not sure how long we'll be here, how long we'll stay. Uh, I've got a lot I'd love to say about it, and um, we're going to try to start it today, and we'll see how God leads and God directs. Uh, sometimes I think we're going to be somewhere, and he's mm, not quite where I wanted you to go. So <laughs> we'll see and pray uh, that we keep our, our ears open and, and our, our willingness to follow God's direction uh, sure. Of Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. I hope that you've had a good life and things are going well. I know it's gone crazy with the COVID, COVID, COVID. Man, I'm telling you, this stuff is just, it's just, I just don't know. So uh, I hope that you, uh, I hope that you're being safe. I hope that you take your precautions, but also hope you're not just, you know, hiding everything, you know, hiding and locking yourself away. And I know a lot of politicians are trying to uh, tell us that's what we need to do, but they're trying to tell us we need to do that when they're not willing to do that themselves. Uh, I don't really know what's going on. I'm I, look. I, I've got metal people working the metal field that I trust and love and appreciate, and and many of them are are upset about uh, the lack of people willing to uh, <clears throat> do things and you know take precautions and and how they they don't really uh, pay attention. Then I've got other friends who, you know, they've just had all they could take of staying in and everything else and. So anyway, I hope that you'll be wise, be smart, and do what you need to do now. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. You've had enough time. If you were going there, you're there. If you're not going there, I hope that later you will again uh, take a moment and read this passage of Scripture. Someone said, Brother Dan, why do you tell them that? They're probably not going to go back and read it. Well, number one, you don't know that. I hope that they will. Number two, uh, I want them to understand that what we say is biblically based. Number three, I want them to read the Bible. And those are the three things there, really. I, I will express them in different ways, I'm sure. But those three things are, that are on my mind. Stand fast. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Now, you begin looking at this passage of Scripture. Man, you could go with the word stand fast, and you could talk about that, and we will. And you would think we would do it first, but we won't. <laughs> I, 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 once in a while, I, and I know I shouldn't say it. People shake their head at me when they do this. You know, I'll say, I'll, I'll say something in a sermon, and I'll say, "This is my sermon." I'd say, "Well, to <laughs> this is my teaching." I'll, I'll begin where I want to. Actually, I'll begin where I'm led, and where I'm led here was not to to begin talking about the need to stand fast and how we do that. We will come to that, but where I begin. Where I felt led was that idea of freedom in Christ. Christ has made us free. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall, well, make you free. And so I want to talk about freedom in Christ this morning. I don't know how long this is going to take. You know, if you've been listening, our goal is to get out here about 18 to 20 minutes, uh, closer to 18 than 20. That's our goal. We were doing pretty good there for the longest time, getting out right at 18. I was, I was kind of patting myself on the back of my thing. I said, no, where's 18 and 20 minutes coming? Well, uh, some friends of mine uh, uh, said, you know, Brother Danny, that's about the travel time for a lot of people to work. And so if you do one there, we could listen to it when we get in the car and be done when we get out of the car. We've heard the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we'll have to go back and listen again. We don't have to wait. 
And so that's where we want to fit in that pocket. I can tell you, if we go 30 minutes, I'm way too long. I know that because you can't, you can't pay attention that long. I'm, you know, I don't have all the other things that some people have. I've chosen not, you know, don't have musical backgrounds and all this other stuff. Uh, first off, I don't have all the technology other people have. And I don't have a, a technical person that can do that. We are, <clears throat> we have two things in our ministry here. We have an administration staff, that is Kathy. <laughs> we have a Bible teaching staff, and that is me. <laughs> And Kathy can do a lot more of the technical stuff, but we don't do it. Freedom in Christ. Let me I'll get back on track here. Freedom in Christ. Uh, number one, it means, let's talk about what it means. It means finding a peace you cannot fully explain, but never want to live without again. The Bible has a lot to say about the freedom in Christ. It ties into the peace of God or the peace of Christ. And Paul often talked, other people often talked about having the peace of God. That peace is freedom, knowing that we have a we have a relationship with Christ that no one can no one who's never had it before and doesn't know about it can fully explain. Some years ago when I was in seminary, uh <coughs> I, I won't be able to give you all the background. At first it'd take too long, and second, I I don't really understand it, didn't understand it then, I understand it now. But anyway, when I was in seminary, uh, there was a discussion about how many theologians do not like a certain hymn. Now, I was in seminary a long time ago, and uh, praise songs, the praise music really were not really a an item yet, and so we didn't really discuss those that much. But for some reason in this particular class, and I forget what the title class was, we had a discussion, and, and there were a lot of people at the time who, who really didn't like a hymn that many people love. I Come to the Garden Alone is the name of the hymn. And, and they criticize the lyrics about, you know, no one knows the joy I've known. And you can go back and look it up. I don't have time to, to do all that to you or for you or whatever and give it to you. And I we haven't, to be honest, in, in, in our church city, uh, our, our minister of music has not chosen to sing that song in a while. And I don't know if, if for any reason or he just hasn't uh, sung it. You know, music's influenced by a lot of things, background, where you raised and all that kind of stuff. And I haven't talked to him about it. But I remember that day in class, and there was a huge discussion, and, and I was surprised to find that so many preacher boys, that's what we were back then, didn't like the hymn, didn't want to sing the hymn, said it had theological problems, and it had to do with the joy I've known, no, no one else has known or known or something, how that phrase goes. Well, they got all upset, and I didn't, I, I still don't, because I think that's true. I think our, our relationship with Christ is so personal. While other people may experience that peace and that freedom, they don't know yours, and they don't know mine. And and yours and mine is different, and yours and mine is, well, it's ours. And we can talk about it, we can testify it to. Finding peace in Christ, you find that that freedom to express yourself, that freedom uh, to relate to the Lord. Years ago, someone told me, <clears throat> we were talking about praying without ceasing. And they told me about, uh, uh, um, I think her name was Anne Frank, if I remember right. And yeah, it was Anne Frank. And I think, I think I got this story right. Now, if you read different, you can correct me and I'll correct this. But they told me that they read uh, a story where Anne Frank stayed so in such a connection with God that she didn't, um, that her prayers were just like conversations with God. Now, I found it very strange. Now, I'd been saved a little while. I'd been saved a long time. I found it very strange that that guy who'd been saved a long time thought that was odd because uh, I'd gotten to the point where my conversations with God seemed to be an ongoing uh, conversation. Yes, when uh, I pray in public, like a lot of folks, you know, I'll use the dear Lord or Father, you know, the, the, 
the opening uh, salvo, if you will. <laughs> but the truth is, in my private and personal prayer life, it it just seems to often be an ongoing dialogue, where um, you know I, I talk to him and tell him, and then wait and listen for his answer. And and I found out that has a lot to do with the peace that I have with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean anything else. It doesn't mean people are better than me because they do it differently or I'm better than them because I do it differently. It just means that my peace with Christ is is, is to the point where, or in a place, I should say, where um, I'm just comfortable having that open dialogue with him. And I don't have to re-enter that discussion. I remember we were in a Sunday school one time years ago, <laughs> Sunday school class, long before I was ever Brother Danny, much less they might be a pastor. <laughs> I was just Danny. Uh, one of the nice things about living in Tyler Town, Mississippi is I'm just Danny. <laughs> uh, in fact, the other day we were so, where's somebody called Brother Danny? And I almost didn't answer because <laughs> no one really knows us here. But anyway, just finding that peace and it's very important. So uh, when we talk about our freedom in Christ, uh, we're talking about having that peace. It, well, it passes all understanding as the Bible says. And we need it and we should have it. I hope that you have that peace. Uh, listen again to what Paul wrote. Steadfast, stand fast, excuse me. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. I've met so many Christians that are just tangled up with this thing or that thing or by this thing or that thing, however you want to say it in a vision. And the reason that they don't grow and the reason that they don't have peace is they got too many other things tie them up. Well, so let's have our freedom in Christ first by finding a peace we cannot fully explain, but we never ever want to live out again, live without again. I think one of the reasons, <clears throat> not here to talk about eternal security, uh, but one of the re- which means a person can't lose their salvation. But one of the reasons you see so many people who get kind of a warm fuzzy feeling and go to church and brag on Jesus a little bit for a while, and then you know fall back into whatever it was they were doing before is they've never found this peace where it is so great. It is, they just don't want to do without it again. They just don't want to give it up. Okay, so number one is find a peace you can't. Freedom of Christ means you find a peace you cannot fully explain but never want to live without it again. Number two, it means relaxing in him instead of stressing in or with the world. I'm telling you, this is a time with all that's going on here. I mentioned the COVID earlier. Man, it drives people crazy. Ah. <sighs> But those of us who have faith, those of us who hold on to him, those of us who focus on our walk with him, we're able to relax instead of stressing with the world. Last night, I got, I, 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 we went, we had someone fall, and um, we went with them to the church. Kathy and I, uh, another church member, wonderful lady I got to talk to uh, last night. Just got to spend a few moments just talking to her. I was excited about that. I wasn't the right, you know, wasn't the really the kind of circumstances you would like, but we got to spend some time talking together, <clears throat> waiting to hear about our friend, and, and then her daughter. And so just a wonderful few moments of fellowship, even though it was a difficult time, and it kind of scary, to be honest with you. And in that, you could tell, in those folks, yes, the moment was stressful, and yes, you worry about your mom and your friend, and you've been friends a long, long, long time. But all of them were relaxed in him instead of stressing with the world. And and as we talked, all of them, it was clear they all had other issues to think about and worry about and focus on and all this other stuff. And yet there was a calmness and there, there was a reminder that 
that God is with us. Oh, we didn't go around and, you know, uh, raise up placards. God is our peace, all that. <clears throat> but it was clear he was. Now, we spent a few moments uh, at a hospital, something you don't haven't done much in a while with the pandemic. And uh, I, got, I sat outside, and, <clears throat> and fortunately, uh, eventually, all the ladies with us got to go inside. And I said, you know, I just don't know. Uh, it was a slow time. I, I was very surprised how slow it was last night uh, when we got there. And it perked up a little while later. But but anyway, eventually, all the ladies got in and, and got there. And, and then we got to go home because our friend got to go home and all that. But it was it was clear to me and, and, and it, that there was something there that you often don't see. In fact, we saw a few other instances as people came in. It was clear they didn't have. And today, as I sit here, I realize it's the ability to relax in him instead of stressing with the world. Uh, I have not read much news this morning, so I don't know what's going on in the world today. As I said, you know, this is uh, November 19th, so who knows how much the world has changed uh, since I turned it off last night. Uh, but, uh, man... So many people so tight about things in the world today. Listen, let's relax in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and let's trust him to take us where we need to go. So number one, finding peace we cannot fully explain, but never want to live without. Number two, relaxing in him instead of stressing in the world. And number three, encouraging others to see the light. Just encouraging, hey, there's the Lord. See that. See the light. See what he does. Uh, you know, Jesus talked about letting our light so shine before men uh, that they might glorify our Father in heaven. And part of having this freedom in Christ and standing in it is is coming to the place where we uh, uh, encourage others to see the light, see what Jesus has done, see what Jesus is doing, see what Jesus can do in you. I think often in, in the body of Christ, we miss the point uh, about witnessing. Uh, yes, witnessing does involve sharing your faith, telling people to come to Christ, all, all all those kind of things. And yes, there are times to stand on the street corners and shout it to the world, uh, to stand behind our pulpits and offer the plan of salvation, to go to Sunday school and teach children and, and to have revival services and teach the masses and all these other things. But often and more times than not, sharing our faith is living a life that is filled with it, overflowing with it, and, and touches others just simply because they come around it. My preaching professor, when I was in seminary, taught us about preaching out of the overflow. And it was a fascinating thing to me. And I've always thought, okay, that's what I need to do. That's how I want to do. And I hope that's what I do. I, you'll have to ask somebody who's heard me preach whether or not I do it. But I hope that I do and hope it comes across. But anyway, he illustrated passing uh, preaching, excuse me, uh, from the overflow is you take a picture and he used the word picture. And I, you know, to me, in my mind, I've, I've, I've envisioned, uh, you've seen them, you know, they have a bowl, they have a picture in them and they, you know, they were what people quote unquote used to watch their face years ago. And so in my mind, when he told this story, that's what I envisioned the bowl, the picture. And he said, you take it and you put it under the, uh, the faucet and you turn the water on. And in my, in my mind, as he talked about preaching overflow, you fill up the pitcher, the pitcher fills up the bowl, and then eventually it overflows in the sink. And, and, and that's what I've always had in my mind. And, and when I think about that, I think about the need for you and I, not as preachers, but as the people of God, okay, as you and I to make sure that the Spirit of God is flowing into us. And it's flowing into us so much that it overflows out from us because we're the pitcher, we receive it. 
and and then as it flows out of us, it it, it goes over, it goes in that bowl, and and the other children of God who are around us, who are near us, who see us, who worship with us, who are in our families, you know those those concentric circles of concern that people talk about. I I know that may be a phrase that you're not familiar with, uh, but Dr. Thompson talked about that years and years and years ago. One of my friends gave me the book and. And while I don't refer to it all the time, I realize that we have people's in our people in our circle that we touch, you know, immediate family, co-workers, colleagues, and you know, goes on on to the world itself. Well, I believe as the water, uh, as the as the spirit of God flows into us and it flows from us into the into the picture as I envisioned it below. That is the people that God puts close to us: our family, family members, our our friends, our maybe the people we go to church with or work with on a regular basis. And then it and then it goes out into the world where we 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 you know somehow we're able to 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 minister to the to the cashier in Walmart or or to the uh, to the waitress at the restaurant or to the person at the, you know getting gas next to us or are the, the parent waiting in the drive-up line there at school, however it goes. We have to have that, we have to have that ability just to allow God to fill us and allow that filling to flow through us. Ah, oh, man. We ain't even got started good. I know, uh, I know the time is up. Well, listen, let's just kind of review where we've been. We'll talk about within next week, uh, next time, excuse me, we'll talk about where we were and then we'll move on from there. We want to talk about, as Paul said, standing fast. Listen to what he said again. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. And so we talk about our freedom in Christ, and, and we talk about elements of it. Number one, finding a peace you cannot fully explain, but never want to live without again. And you have to find it for yourself. No one can give it to you. No one can bequeath it to you. You have to find it. Number two, we talk about relaxing in him Instead of stressing in the world, there's all kinds of stressors in the world, and, and we're going to have to uh, turn away from them and not let them have a place in our life. And I hope that you do that. And then, and then number three for today, we're going to get out here on time. I do think are pretty close, encouraging others to see the light of Christ that dwells in you. And, and listen, if you're not willing uh, to have people examine your life. You know, see how Christ flows. That doesn't mean you're mistake free. Doesn't mean you're sin free. But it means when when things like that happen, you get back right with God as quick as you can. So we want to stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and we do not want to get entangled again with a yoke of bondage. So make sure today. Here's our thought for the day. You know, if you've been listening, we try to have a thought every day. Let's find our peace that we don't want to live without, and let's. Man, let's let's let it grow. Let's let it over. Let's let it overflow. Let's relax in Him and not stress in the world, and let's encourage others to see the light. Friend, what's going on in your life? How's it going? Well, I'm telling you right now. I think these steps to uh, freedom in Christ, being able to stand fast in the liberty Christ has given us, knowing that He has made us free. I think these things can help us. Well, we're done. We're finished. We're going to close in just a moment. Glad you listened. Listen, you can find us in several places, Spotify, Anchor, where I record the podcast, and Apple Podcasts. Someone texted me the other day, and apparently they've been listening there or have listened there, and they want to make sure that I'll let you know they're there. I appreciate that. And there are numerous other places I don't know about. You give us, uh, you, hey, the Brother Danny, I found you here, and uh, let us know that, and we'll share it with people. So in case that is their place for podcasts, I don't know how that works. Uh, if people just go to one place, I listen and read and, and to a lot of different things. And, and, uh, and so I don't know exactly how it works for people who just listen to a podcast on a particular thing. Uh, but anyway, we're on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple, and many other venues or platforms. Have us 
uh, DK Ministry, sharing the word. I hope that you listen. We will post this on Facebook Live, uh, 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 our story, excuse me, I'm sorry about that, and also on Parlor. Uh, we are still on both venues. Don't know how long that that exists. That will exist as long as part of our DK Ministries family is on either one of those. We'll be there now. Uh, are we going to add people? Are we going to add others? I don't know. Like I said, we don't have a tech guy. Uh, we have a a, a a guy who tries to you know preach God's word, and he is not a tech guy. And so I'm not sure uh, how much more. <laughs> We've exceeded my ability. And I've said all that to say this, to get you to have some mercy. If you're on Parlor, I'd love to know if there's a way to do, as there is on Facebook, a live video. Uh, there are times that we do a live video of our services at South Macomb Baptist Church. We serve as interim. Wonderful people love it there. Uh, God has blessed and allowed us to be there 11 months, and I hope he'll allow us to stay there you know, a while longer and help them. Don't ask them if we're helping or not. <laughs> I give you the truthful answer because they are very committed to Christ. Just uh, just imagine that we're helping, okay? <laughs> Pray that we do. Uh, we've loved being there. Uh, for those who are tuning in, uh, we have been doing these podcasts since March, I think. We retired last year uh, in September. I to be at Spring Creek Baptist Church 28 years. Love that church. Love those folks. Miss them very much. Uh, but knew it was time for God to uh, send someone else to speak to them. And they've had uh, a year and two or three months now to do that. And I think they're fully looking now for uh, a new pastor, which should be easy to replace me. should be a problem. <laughs> so that's got to be okay. But pray for them. And listen, I've got a new friend starting ministry this week. Pray for him. Uh, my son, pray for him. He's at uh, Blood River Baptist Church in Albany, Louisiana. Their pastor has taken another church, and so he's the only staff member there, and he's a part-time youth pastor, doing a good job there, real good job there. We're so proud of him, but now, without a pastor, I'm sure there'll be other pressures on him, and uh, just pray for him that he'll do what God would have him do. Listen, pray for us that we might be successful at things we're doing here at DK Ministries, pleasing God. I know now it's getting almost 20, 22 minutes. I'm sorry. Uh, pray. We have something we have been working on now. I looked at it almost six weeks. And I told you, if you've been in with us a long six weeks ago, keep listening. Well, keep listening. We're close. And I'll just give you three words. Because of COVID, this has taken a lot longer than it should have. And I'm also praying for me. I've been a little frustrated with it because uh, I just thought, I just think they should have done it. And I think sometimes it becomes an excuse, but that's the way it is. Listen, look us up on Facebook, DK Ministries. And uh, on Parlor, let me give you that. Let me give you that way to pick us up. And if, by the way, if you're on Parlor, give us a shout out, give us a holler, give us, a, I think they call it a follow and, uh, and let us know. Um, and if you have any advice, for, you know, like how to do a video thing on Parlor or anything like that, let me know. All right, on Parlor, we're at, it's at DS Preacher Man and the D is capitalized. At DS Preacher Man and the, and the D is capitalized. No, I have no clue why it became that. They gave it, they assigned it. Our email, which is what we're getting to, is dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase, dspreacherman at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. But they took that and gave me that moniker. As far as I know, and maybe moniker is not the right name, but hey, I told you I'm not a technical guy. So anyway, uh, they assigned it. And I assume they took it kind of because it's part of the email. Uh, and of course, my name's Danny Smith, so there's more than one of them, as someone told me recently. So anyway, God bless you. We love you. Listen, we will finish this in Galatians next time, talking about the freedom of Christ. Remember those things we talked about. Go back, review them. Share this podcast with somebody. Let us know what you think. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you next time.